there's a lot of people out there to just tell you, no, everything's been, you know, honky dory the whole time. And if that's the case, those operators have not been in business long enough or they have been very lucky, but that is not how business works, right? Things go wrong. The people that you want to partner with are people that can show you what's going wrong, show you how to overcome those hurdles and tell you how to get through the problem. Welcome to the Free From Wall Street podcast, where we share how we have done over $200 million in real estate deals to create, preserve, and pass on generational wealth without the roller coaster ride of the stock market. If you're ready to start investing with purpose, visit freefromwallstreet.com. But for now, let's dive into this episode. All right, welcome back to the Free From Wall Street podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Lipman. Today, we're going to be talking about the importance of focusing on capital preservation. So we always talk about this in terms of a threefold effect as to how we invest in real estate and what we're doing to protect our capital. So there's three things that are important to us when we're talking about real estate investment. One is capital preservation, which is what we're going to talk about today. How do you not lose money. Second is return of investment. How am I going to get my money back? What's the exit strategy, right? Those things are kind of correlated. And then third is finally return on investment. What's my rate of return? How am I going to make money? How much money am I going to make on projections? Things like that. It, without numbers one and two, number three is irrelevant, right? So we can pitch great returns all day long, but how am I going to get my money back? How do you ensure that it's a safe investment and you're not going to lose the capital? How do you preserve that capital? So, you know, we always want to put our hard earned money into something that's going to create a good return and grow our wealth over time. And that's the number one reason that most of our investors ask us if they want to first consider it, that they want to first consider syndicating with us. They want to know if I invest a hundred grand, how much am I going to make? And I like good returns. Those good returns are part of why we do real estate. However, returns are important. But like I said, preservation of capital is most important. So I think a lot of people aren't talking about this. They're talking about the, you know, some, some return profile so that they can see what they're going to make. But look, there's things that happen, right? In these deals where maybe sometimes a return profile isn't achieved. The boring part of talking about why we like real estate is safety and capital preservation. So it's not the most exciting piece of real estate syndication, but it's, I think, the most critical. And it's why we got into real estate is to make sure that we're not losing money. We, we've, you've heard the story before of, you know, my father passing away, losing money in the stock market, and then not being able to ride the wave back up because he didn't live long enough to do that. So the game of musical chairs is why we wanted to get out of uh, the stock market in Wall Street and talk about capital preservation. So we could talk about good double digit returns, but we also want to know how do we not lose money like he did. So it's easy to focus on cash flow returns. It's easy to focus on potential earnings, bright colored marketing packages that we send out, unexpected situations arise. You're going to know and be thankful that we give capital preservation the most important attention that it deserves. So capital preservation is about mitigating risk. Warren Buffett puts it that there's two rules to investing. And I've heard my buddy Ashton Leverick say this a few times, but uh, Warren Buffett is the quote. So he says, never lose money, rule number one. Rule number two, never forget rule number one. No matter how you invest or who you invest with, you should know what to ask and what to look for so that you can invest confidently with a team that holds your best interest at heart. So 
Here's the five capital preservation pillars that we're going to talk about today. At every investment that we participate in, capital preservation is our number one priority. There's five building blocks that make up our capital preservation strategy. And you'll hear this if you've been involved in the presentations on our current deal that we have, then you'll hear this over and over and over again. So number one, we're raising capital expenditures up front. So imagine the avalanche problems that can accumulate when capital expenditures, like renovations, can be funded purely by cash flow. In this case, cash on cash returns, which vary based on occupancy and maintenance costs, would have to fund a sudden HVAC repair instead of, or instead of a unit renovation, according to the business plan. So in this case, the business plan falls behind schedule. Units aren't ready as planned. Vacancy persists. And now performer numbers aren't being hit. So raising that CapEx budget up front doesn't steal from the cash flow. We know that the capital that we're raising is going to be set aside for that. Number two, purchasing cash flowing properties. Now, a great option to preserve capital is to purchase properties that produce cash flow immediately or currently, even before improvements. And that's exactly what we're doing in our deal flow. If units don't fill as planned or the business plan isn't going as smooth as you wanted it to, holding the property would still allow for positive cash flow. Number three, we're stress testing every investment. We're performing a sensitivity analysis on the business plan prior to investing, and that allows us to see if the investment can weather worst case uh, conditions. What if vacancy went to 15%? What would happen if the exit cap rate was higher than expected versus lower? So properties look wonderful when they're featured in fancy marketing brochures with attractive pro formas, but stress testing these numbers helps us take a look at how the uh, performance of the investment would adjust based on potentially unpredictable variables. This is an important piece of our underwriting process where we are looking at best case and worst case scenarios. I mean, it's we, preservation of capital is important because if the worst case is happening and you're still preserving your capital, then you're in good space. Thank you so much for listening to the Free From Wall Street podcast. We're excited that you're listening and tuning in every week, but we want to have a two-way conversation with you, not just a one-way conversation. So go to integrityhg.com backslash webinar and join us on one of our weekly webinars where you can meet me, meet the team, have a conversation, and let's really talk about your investing goals and how we can help. Number four, having multiple exit strategies right? In any disaster or emergency, you want to have several ways out. In case of a fire, you want a door, a window. Same thing goes for real estate syndications. If the plan is to hold the property for five years, no one really knows what the market is going to be at that five-year mark. So it's important to account for contingency plans in case you need to hold the property longer. Possibility of preparing the property for different types of end buyers versus, you know, private investors versus institutional buyers, etc. Uh, sometimes you can refinance earlier and pull a lot of your capital back out and still stay in the deal. So there's different uh, exit strategies in place, and we have to have multiple of them on the way in. And then number five, put together an experienced team that values capital preservation. You know, this is very much what we've been talking about over the last couple of months. And, you know, we do a SWOT analysis on, uh, on our team and our business every quarter. And a SWOT, if you don't know what it is, S-W-O-T, it's strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And we're looking at what is the biggest threat to our investor capital and to our internal capital ourselves that we're investing. Well, the biggest threat, in my opinion, is inexperience or operators that haven't gone full cycle in a deal. 
I mean, there's a lot of operators out there that have good portfolios, but maybe haven't exited a deal. Or there's a lot of people out there that haven't gone through different market corrections, right? Market cycles. We were one of those operators at one time as well. And that's why partnering with institutional grade operators and people that have 30, 40 years experience and a strong track record really insulates your capital and ours. So we we hedge against that threat. We mitigate against that threat of inexperience by only partnering with very experienced operators and property management teams, right? All of these people should be passionate about their role, display a strong track record of success. And the more experience that they have navigating tough situations, the better and more likely they will be able to protect investor capital and our capital. So while capital preservation might not be very exciting, it certainly is one of the most critical building blocks of a solid deal. Every decision and initiative by the sponsor team should be rooted in preserving investor capital first and foremost, and then raise money to cover CapExes, purchase cash flowing properties, stress test every investment, have multiple exit strategies in place, put together an experienced team that values capital preservation. So when looking for your next deal, your next investment, soak in the pretty pictures, daydream about projected returns, watch the pretty videos and drones that we send out, but also think about what happens if something went wrong. Investigate their pro forma, investigate the projections, look for hints that capital preservation is as important to our team that it is to you. And then ask questions about those things, right? What happens if things go wrong? What was the last situation that went wrong and how did you overcome it? Because there's a lot of people out there to just tell you, you know, everything's been, you know, honky dory the whole time. And if that's the case, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Those operators have not been in business long enough or they have been very lucky, but that is not how business works, right? Things go wrong. The people that you want to partner with are people that can show you what's going wrong, show you how to overcome those hurdles and tell you how to get through the problem. And that's what we're always trying to do is trying to partner with people that have been through the ups and downs of real estate, both property management, capital management, construction management. How do they overcome those hurdles? That is a big deal for us when we're picking a sponsor to invest with. So that's what we have today for capital preservation. Make sure you're protecting your money first. We love good returns. But at the end of the day, if we lose money, those returns are irrelevant. So thanks for listening to the Free From Wall Street podcast. My name is Stephen Libman from Integrity HG. If you haven't done so already, go to IntegrityHG.com and sign up for our investor club so you can see deal flow, some photos, some videos, things that we're working on and uh, find out what your investment goals are and see if they align. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Free From Wall Street podcast. If you like what you hear, leave us a rating and review and let us know what you think.